Hi everyone, I'm Rachel Rawnsley and you're listening to The Uncensored Psychic. So this is the second episode. We had an introductory episode in November and you can get that on my podcast, The Uncensored Psychic. And this is the second episode and so much has happened since then. I've relocated 130 miles. I can see the sea from my window. The sun is shining. Yes, it's freezing, but the sun is shining. And I'm going to carry on now and tell you about my life as a psychic from the age of about 18. Now, from the ages of 18 to about 23, I had a very traumatic time um, with a partner. We'll call him Nasty Nigel. <laughs> no, his name wasn't Nigel. It was Nick. Nasty Nick, we'll call him. Um, but yeah, he shaped my life in so many ways, mainly bad. But he taught me how to be streetwise. And he taught me to be more confident. That is when I had left him, of course. So Granny Drusilla tended to pop in and out between those years I never really listened to her it was a lesson I had to learn you know be with a bad boy do the bad stuff lesson learned and then come back to me Rachel when you've learned your lessons and that's more or less what I had to do so I had to learn my lessons in life which were tough um I got in a lot of trouble I did some things that I wasn't very proud of. And Granny Drusilla more or less left me to it. Yes, my family was still there in the background. I was going out a lot. Clubbing, pubbing, drinking, etc, etc. Shan't tell you anymore. Use your imagination. And um, spirit were there in the background, I felt... But I also felt that um, I was on my own, very alone. And it was a very fun time, don't get me wrong. But it was the going out, having fun, pubbing, clubbing, getting drunk, etc. That was the fun part. The actual day-to-day, daily life. I wasn't happy, not at all. Granny Drusilla kind of like left me to it. And then... Um, I was working several jobs while I was in this phase between 18 and 23. I um, worked a lot in the hospitality industry, waitressing, bar work, and then I went into a hotel and um, obviously I met Nick during this time and he was a lot older than me. And it was just something different, something wow, something that he was a bad boy, rebel kind of thing. And it just attracted me. Um, Oh, my God, I wouldn't actually look at anybody like that now. My husband now is a wonderful, wonderful man. And he's thankfully the totally opposite. And he's my total rock. But... Back then, I wanted to be a rebel. I wanted to branch out and be me, but it wasn't really me. It was the fact that 
yes, Spirit had left me to my own devices and Granny Drusilla hadn't really had much of an impact from the ages of 18 to 23. Um, There were just lessons that I needed to learn and I still had my intuition. It was still very strong. I knew kind of at the time between those years that it was just... I was just being swept along with the moment. It was as though I was in a dream. Think back to <laughs> think back to Bobby in Dallas in the shower scene. And Dallas played a big part of my life back then. And it was kind of like I wasn't really me. I really didn't know who I was between the ages of 18 and 23. And yeah, I had a great time. Absolutely fantastic time. Um not so much with Nick and not every not every day was great not every day was was um bad kind of thing um but on the whole the relationship was very toxic and um abusive quite frankly and um granny drusilla kind of was still there she was still watching but she wasn't she she didn't really intrude uh, and she didn't really kind of like um say this is a bad man or anything like that she kind of just left me to it when I used to see her it was she was arms folded um just quiet in the background most of the time and and a lot of the time I wasn't even kind of linked in to spirit so it, it was a lot of t- the time it was um I was kind of lost. I was very, very lost between the ages of 18 to 23. But because I was having such a fun time going out, clubbing, pubbing, etc., friends, I didn't really know at the time, well, you kind of don't, do you? I didn't really know at the time what was happening to me. I didn't realise that this is not reality. This is kind of like you're enjoying yourself, you're rebelling, you're being a wild child. <laughs> and I had, a, I had a lot of fun. Yes, I always worked, always worked, had a lot of fun. And I went to work in a hotel and um, I was still with Nick. And one day, my sister worked in the hotel as well. She was in housekeeping. I was kind of reception and then kind of duty manager kind of thing in the hotel. And one day... Um, Nick robbed the hotel and he took a large amount of money and I was arrested along with him. And because I talked about the people who I worked with, um, not knowing what, what he was going to do kind of thing, I, I was arrested and charged and, and, yeah, I have a criminal record because of that. Obviously, it's spent now and he spent six years in prison and I got a suspended sentence. But I was very, very close to going to prison. Very, very close. So that the ages of kind of like 22, 21, 22, 23 were, were very traumatic for me. And Granny Drusilla kind of left, but she didn't. I suppose I didn't hear her enough. And then one day I was due to visit Nick in prison we were kind of still together. I think I was awaiting trial. He was on remand. Yeah, because it was kind of like the summer, the spring, summer of, um, would have been 95, 96. 
and um, I woke up one day and Granny Drusilla said, no, no more. You are not going to see him. No more. And I was a bit shocked. She not really been to see me since my kind of early teens, like 13, 14, 15, um, when she taught me a lot about palmistry back then. And she said, that's it, no more, don't go, no more. And my mum was telling me exactly the same thing. He's he's no good for you, he's abusive, he's toxic. Um, I don't know why you're with him, you can do so much better. And I was having to live back at home then. I had a flat pending, um, which I was awaiting um, probation officer to say I could actually have the flat, move in, etc., and I think I moved into my flat in the August of 96, I think it was. Yeah, because the trial was, I think, he did what he did, Nick, in December 95, that's it. So early 96, Drusilla said, that's it, stop, no more, you're not going back to visit him, that's it, finish it. And I got a load of abuse from his cousin for finishing it. How dare you leave him in prison like this? You were to blame too, which obviously I wasn't. I was just giving him information that he would use. But obviously I didn't know exactly what he was going to do with that information. Um, So, yeah, I, I cut ties with him in spring, maybe spring, summer of 96. It's all a bit of a blur now, I suppose. And... Granny Drusilla has never left my side since. And from then, she kind of directed me into working hard, getting my flat together, moving into my flat of August 96. Um, And then in the October, November 96, I was walking along Charles Street in Leicester one day, and Drusilla said, go up there, go up there, go to where the waiter is outside. And I'm like, what? And I was looking for a job. I was looking for like a um, temporary, permanent kind of a job. Maybe hotels, not that any hotel would probably touch me by this time. Um, maybe hotels, um, restaurants kind of thing. I don't know. And I came, a, I came upon a la carte recruitment and there was a waiter outside on a billboard, a waiter on a billboard outside. And she said, go in. And he's there. And I'm like, who? You'll see, go in. You must go. It's smelly, you must go. So I went in and I said, you know, I'm a waitress, bar bar worker. I've worked in hotels. I can do most of the hotel work. Um, What have you got? And they said, we've only got the pork pie factory. And I'm like, well, what happens there? Oh, well, it's um, eight to 12 hour shifts, starts at six, finishes at two, three, four, five or six. Um, you're not guaranteed when you finish, we'll say eight hours, six till two, but it could be longer. And you'll get picked up on the Abbey Lane, um, which is around the corner from where I lived. And you'll get picked up at 5.30, 5.40 in the morning. My God. Um, it was dark in the mornings then, because obviously this is like October, November 96. And I started and it, ugh, it was vile. Ugh, it was horrible. Imagine the smell of pastry. No, 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 no. I'll never eat a pork pie again. 
<laughs> so I started there and very quickly um, made friends. I make friends wherever I go. Um, and very quickly, um, there was this guy and he was a bit gothicy, and he had long hair and it was shaved at the sides. And then the next time I saw him, it, it was all cut off and he had th- thick, like, leather boots on and weirdo t-shirts he was into like rock indie kind of thing and he was saying hello to me and and I thought you know every everywhere I turn um he's there and there was just something about him but I, I couldn't put my finger on it then and Drusilla said he's the one he's the one and I said to my mom I said there's this guy at work um you know we chat He's always there in the restaurant, that canteen kind of thing. And um, he said he likes me via a friend. And um, I went home one night and his friend had given me his, his number. So we called each other and we were on the phone for ages, like hour or two. I can't remember now. And we said we'd go out the next night um, and we did. And his, his name was Lee and... Nearly 27 years later, we're still together. We've been married for nearly 21 years. Um, and we just clicked. And after that night that we went out, he never went home again. <laughs> and um, he moved into my flat. And that's where life kind of really got very interesting. Because Drusilla kept coming in more and more and more. And she's saying, this is him. This is the one. This is right. Um, carry on going. Carry on going. Um, and I was, it felt right. I, I was kind of like, this is not the type of man I usually go for. I usually go for the bad boys. This guy was like really kind, considerate, caring. I could talk to him. I could trust him. And every time, you know, we went out for the big night out and then he stayed over and kind of like never really went home again. And then we took my I remember taking my little brother at the time, Phil, to the cinema uh, to see Mars Attacks. (laughs) Yeah, this is kind of like maybe March 97 around this time. And uh, we we just hit it off. And and Lee's always been there for me. And together we've made a fantastic life. We now have a son. Uh, He's nearly 12, my goodness. And, um, yeah, we've just moved to our dream location in Norfolk by the sea and Grand Drusilla guides me every single day and in the next episodes that I'm going to be doing I'm going to be telling you lots of stories about her and um, some stories about my clients that I'm allowed to say Um, I won't mention any names but along the way people have given me permission to tell their stories so so yes I'm going to do that and I'm going to have guests on here um, eventually, but I'm going to tell you about Granny Drusilla first. So look out for the next podcast. See you soon. Bye.